on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Donuts, 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 donuts. <laughs> Late at night while flying over the mantle wastes. You found out Lucky was uh, Lucky was coming after you. Uh, you also had to deal with some disgruntled, stressed out passengers. Uh, and you went into this, what looked like a normal storm, except for the snakes. <laughs> the snakes. That were falling out of the sky. Snake it's, rain. It's hell and snakes. <laughs> Micah's angels hit some slithery turbulence. Eleanor, uh, Psyche goes to wake you up. Yes. Well, Hi, there are a bunch of snakes falling from a cloud. What? Those are snakes. Every single one of them. She pinches herself. Ow. Oh, this isn't a nightmare. I'll have to heal that later. Don't do it again. (laughs) And it's up to them to clean up the mess. Uh, You see, landing on the back deck here, Uh uh-oh, a swarm of snakes. Oh, great. And two large vipers. We're going to roll initiative. Shut the door. Better. Shut the door. It's time to open some windows. Well, listen, Uncle Ten-Fingered Boomstick, he's cool. This sounds like a wrestler name. (laughs) It does. Into the ring is old Ten-Fingered Boomstick. Now. So uh, I'm going to continue on the uh, AI thread today. Mm. Um, <laughs> you all know I like uh, playing around with uh, AI tools and trying to learn about them in my spare time. It's related to what I like do professionally. Uh, professionally, uh, Although I'm not, actually, shit up. I'm not actually in AI development, but I am in software. Um, and I found out about how you can get stable diffusion, which is an image generation tool running uh, locally on your computer. They have a uh, decent little computer, powerful. Like it's not an AI machine for sure, but it does production work for the podcast. So it's decently strong. So I set it up and of course I feed it uh, horrible ideas just to see what it comes up with. Cause to me, the funnest thing to feed AI is things that like, I don't even know how I would nail down the exact concept. Uh-huh. Uh, more specifically something like, I don't know, a horse drawn dirigible, <laughs> <laughs> a horse powered yep. airship, uh, relevant to what we've been playing recently. How? Uh, I don't know. Not like we would know. Oh. Um, so I've, I've, the way it works is you can feed it prompts and you can have it just generate an image. There's a bunch of different settings and stuff. Uh, you can also like feed it a seed image and have it modify it. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't done that. I'm not going to show any of those today, but I'm going to show you the different things I've generated uh, and the prompts I gave it uh, so far as I can remember them. So uh, fuckle your seatbelts, audience, and join the YouTube video to see this cavalcade of just awful images that AI generates. Click. Uh, Because this isn't some paid for service. This is just running off my computer the best I can do. Uh, So the first (laughs) set of images, I've shown some of these to you guys, but this is uh, gonna be uh, the prompt horse-drawn dirigible airship. And this is what I got from it. It's like saying horse-drawn airship airship. Yeah, I gotta get get those key words in, man. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it actually did pretty good. You got oh, some old-timey wow. looking ones. Oh, I like these. That balloon's attached to that horse's head. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the fact that it's coming out of its brain. So no. These, these are reasonable. 
Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. uh, these are two results from my favorite prompt called horse powered steampunk dirigible. Oh boy. <laughs> I think that the last one, the one that sort of looks like a, a horse's sad, floppy, unerect face sticking out of a steam engine. It looks like a submarine. My favorite. Yeah, I love it that. It looks one like so a horse much. in an iron lung. This it is, does. This is what's in those stables uh, aboard the airship, <laughs> ready to deploy the horsepower engines. This is what Lucky engines. is right next to. <laughs> Lucky is not going to sleep any. That horse, this the left horse, has heels. Yep. Don't think about it too hard. Listen, this long you stare at AI generated straight up boots images, the more just curse they get. Horse with the boots, boots. And then, of course, the next thing I fed it uh, is horseless dirigible because what will it come up with? Uh, And we get some of these things, one of which looks like a combine thing from Half Life. Yeah. I actually really like the second one. The second one's great. It's really cool. But the first one is bad. Horrible. <laughs> the second um, one looks like it belongs in the Studio Ghibli movie. It, it, it uh, yeah. looks like to me. It looks like Half Life. Yeah, uh, it looks like the the, wor- the big worm things, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember the prompt for these next three, but they were related to like horse powered steampunk airship or something like that. Uh, and I got these fun bits. Oh, <laughs> I like the top right one. The one with the like that's horse. actually attached to a horse cart. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that, man. that is technically speaking how, maybe not perfectly, but more or less how a horse-drawn dirigible actually would look. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little, it's a little uh, too realistic. Uh, and then, uh, then I've started, uh, I got a- an access to Bing has an AI image generator, and I think it's running Doll E, um, and it's a lot better than anything I can do um, <laughs> locally, because I can only generate a 512 by 512 image or my... GPU will just yell and won't make it because it doesn't have enough VRAM. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> but uh, with that, I've been able to pursue this concept a little bit further. Uh, I fed it uh, a series of things, which are all horrible, and it gives me four images each. Uh, first thing I fed it was a steampunk airship powered by horses, and these are actually a lot better estimates. Check these out. Oh! Oh! Now these are nice. One of the, some of these look like our dumb ideas. <gasps> some of these do look like our dumb ideas. I know, <laughs> like the bottom left one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the horse just with its face shoved <laughs> in the bottom of it and its feet <laughs> hanging in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the top left is like what I imagine, like like a Santa sleigh horse, but with the airship, the behind airship it. behind it, right. <laughs> I just love in all of these doll E and the stable diffusion ones where you can just see it try to <laughs> shove horse into different parts of it and get mm-hmm. confused. Yeah. Where's the horse supposed to be in the bottom right? Uh, I have no idea. I uh, think it just did like the carriage part and it forgot about the horse. Did its best. It tried so hard. It looks like there is an attempt at reins out the back. Yeah. Okay, um, I can see that. Uh, this one's very cursed. These set of four is going to be horsepowered steampunk airship engine. Oh no! These oh, are dear. these are wonderfully cursed. Oh, <laughs> oh! I it's love, like a mechanical horse. <laughs> I love the one that looks like the horse just turned its huge mechanical ass towards you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
rocket powered horse. Uh huh. They really like replacing the horse's neck with machines. Yeah, they do. Uh, this is like Adeptus Mechanicus meets yeah. Yeehaw Cowboy in the most horrifying way possible. What Yeehaw beautiful Mechanicus. animals! That's what they're going to do with one of the twelve, one of the two lost chapters. It's going to be the cowboy chapter. The cowboy chapter. Yeah, the cowboy space marine chapter. I hope yeah. so. Cool. That'd be fucking great, honestly. I'd Call be it like the that. Rangers or some shit. I mean, they got Vikings, they got furries, they got vampires. Suck uh, it, Lehman, you furry fuck. Why not cowboys? Why not cowboys? And finally, lastly, and most cursedly, Uh-oh. a horse-powered steampunk dirigible airship from being uh, yielded these results. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> no, no a, the top two are cursed. I like the That's a big horse. That's a big I like horse. the little concept of a horse that's sticking out the back of the first one. <laughs> At this point, it just hate, said the only way the airship moves if this is a horse is really big. I hate <laughs> all of them but the bottom lift. I love this. I do this like the, 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 the big... <laughs> <laughs> the big horse in the bottom left. I like that he's just sort of there. Isn't that great? You you didn't ask Bing to do a horseless airship to see it be confused as to why you mentioned horse <laughs> for something that doesn't have a horse. So normally. before we move on to the next like group of images and process, I started. I was going to offer because I have it pulled up. We oh. can do this live. So what's it? Horseless. Horseless airship. Horse. Less or an steam. airship with no horses. Airship Punk. with no horses on it. Airship. Just like, how does it respond to saying, don't put this thing that's not supposed to be in there in there? <laughs> it's just going to look normal. <laughs> it's like saying, spell Ashley without the B. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like you're on one of those terrible name sites. Yeah. Well, that depends. Given every Ashley I knew, uh, could be spelled B I T C H. Oh, the itch. The itch. <laughs> no, no, I take that back. I've known an Ashley that was perfectly normal. I can think of despite one. Despite her two. unfortunate name. All right, I have, I have, the results are in. Survey says. <gasps> hey, that one's got a horse in it. <laughs> that one's got a horse. <laughs> they did not understand the assignment. Ta- task failed. <laughs> uh, to be fair, most of them don't have this horses. This horse looks fucking skinned. It, it, it looks like a machine horse. <laughs> it looks like they taxidermized a horse to put over <laughs> some machinery. It looks like, you know, what it looks like is they remove the horse's legs and then put it in a harness with right. race. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my this is, goodness. This is what happens to the horses that aren't even fit I for like glue. How you tell AI, no horses, horseless steampunk no horses, And it's just like, I won't do it. It starts looking at horses. <laughs> well, listen, for the most part, it didn't add horses. So good on it. Good on it. It's not One just four. searching keywords and then adding whatever it can find. It's actually thinking about it some. All right. So the next thing I wanted to do is because you guys are headed to Cloud Reaver Keep. You're going to get there pretty soon. Um, yeah. Oh, really? And uh, there's no official art of it. There's honestly, oh. outside of Alkenstar City, the whole Alkenstar area up until like the Lost Omens Impossible Lands was pretty nebulous. There's not a lot like defined for it's it. It's impossible. Yeah. So I was trying to generate, I was trying to see what I could get it to generate for art of it that fits like my mental image. Uh. Um, I want to talk about like how I try to use AI more generally. Um, but like I was trying to like work with it to, on this creative process. So I got a series of prompts to feed you. So the first thing I gave it was just Pathfinder, Cloud Reaver Keep, Alkenstar. And I got these, which are totally off, but look really cool. 
I, they, oh, they look cool. That looks like a drow kingdom above ground. Yep, they look neat, but like totally off base. Yeah, yeah. So I gave Hear it. Out. Go ahead. That's just sun elves. I mean, the dark one. Yeah, that looks all spooky. Sun elves. It could be both. Okay, sun elves can be creeps. No, they can. Yes, they can. Only drow can be creeps. <laughs> it's their aesthetic okay i don't make this decision i learned it from you john okay? dungeons and dragons made this decision fuck you and john Phil, dungeons and Phil dragons pathfinder made this decision and fuck you pill pathfinder pathfinder <laughs> help me uh, nope bonds john having a strong uh, uh, so to rain you Jason back in Bullman. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you guys just woo, off the rails today. Uh, Very much so. The next thing I fed it to kind of get it more on task is Cloud Reaver Keep, Alkenstar, Steampunk Airship, City Fortress, because it's like a fortress style city oh. out in the Mana Waste, right? And I got these images, which are closer a lot oh, much closer. better. Oh, it's that, at least it's very steampunk. It's oh, very steampunk. Look, there's a dirigible. Yeah. I yeah. would almost say that this is like solar punk. A little bit. Because it's so clean. Mm. But I realized, all right, so it doesn't know what Alkenstar is. <laughs> so I have to like feed it like desert words, right? So my next prompt was steampunk airship, city fortress, and the spell scar desert. I didn't think it would know, but I thought it might guess. We could try, you know. And I got some I got some pretty good images from it. Not perfect, oh, but much a lot better. better. Dirtier, grittier, yeah. Dustier. That dirigible's attached to a sand machine. A sand <gasps> machine, yeah. <laughs> it is. Um because it, it, we're getting in the right direction, right? I love that anytime you mention steampunk, it's just going to throw in a Zeppelin. Yeah, it knows. 100%. Yeah. It knows its job. If you say steampunk and airship or Zeppelin, it's just like, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, gotcha, buddy. But my vision of this, because it isn't defined really anywhere outside of like City Fortress and like general locale of it, is I think Cloud Reaver Keep is like on top of a like mesa almost. Uh. And it's a fortress. Uh, it's a city, but it's smaller. It's really d well defended and it has lots of like um, docks for airships, right? Yeah. So we're getting there and I'm trying to like narrow it in on this idea as I'm like working with it and figuring it out. So my next set of them was a uh, steampunk airship city fortress on top of a mesa in the desert. So we're getting specific. Okay. And it did a good job, but I realized I had to be a little bit more specific because it made the whole city just one giant airship. That, which is um, kind of awesome. That top left one looks like something that'd be in Star Wars. It really does. It does, though. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's cool. But it's like, all right, this is a whole airship. So it's a little bit much. A big old airship. It's a cool idea. But yeah. It's a bit much. That one has an observatory on top of it. Uh, and then I think, yeah, my last one that I kind of settled on or good enough, uh, <laughs> was a steampunk city fortress on top of a mesa in the desert with multiple airships docking at it. This is a lot longer, very specific prompt. Very. Uh, and I think we get pretty close in some of these. Oh, okay. oh no, this is better. Once again, bottom right, very Star Wars. Oh, yeah. They do they do verge out of steampunk and into Star Wars in some of these because I mean mm. at this point we're verging on Tatooine territory. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it's super Where cool. Does everybody want to go back to Jakku? 
<laughs> I, I I just I think it's super cool. And to be clear, like you know, I think AI art as a concept in general is a little bit scary because I think artists are really important. But at the same time, I'm not 100% convinced AI can really replace what an artist can do. Yeah, It's like with the prompt and stuff, it's really good for helping you with the creative process, but it's never going to give you exactly what you want, like an artist can. Um, so I want to take this moment, and while to we're talking- To let me talk about it. Yeah, while we're talking about AI art, uh, to talk about the artists in our lives, one of which is our very own Drow. Hi there. I'm Drow. Hi. If, if they do art, shut the fuck up, Jacob. You said hi. I said hi back. I love you. I'm joking. Uh, so, as an artist for hire, I have opinions about AI art, and I don't necessarily think it's all bad. However, people have been taking uh, art from one specific artist, like they will go through an entire artist's catalog, train models of AI art generators on that art style, so that they can just generate something that looks like that oh that sucks Uh uh-huh and that in my opinion is not great it's bad not great Mm -hmm. i think that if you have a model that can build things based off of creative common stuff that's go right ahead but if you have the capability to and if you really want something that can be refined in the way only a human can refine hire your local artist 100%. 100%. And that's why I'm I wanted, local to you. I, wanted, I live right around the corner. That's I'm why actually I wanted to talk about uh, like that you do art commissions. Mm-hmm. We don't like to chill too much for your business, but yes. uh, where can people find your art? You can find it uh, on my Twitter, which is Drown Our Arts. You can find it on my Instagram, also Drown Our Arts. You can find it on my Tumblr, Drow Now. And you have a Fiverr. And I have a Fiverr if you feel like commissioning me. Yeah, and Drow the, now. And the other artist that I know listens to us, mm-hmm. uh, and will Michael ne- Howe arts inevitably is also get, doing commissions. Yeah, to this episode is Michael Howe. Uh, he's at Michael Howe Arts on Twitter. We'll try to link all these in our episode description. But I wanted to call him out too because he's a he's a friend of ours. He plays on our Friday Forbidden Lands game, mm-hmm. and he did some incredible art. I retweeted it on the. Uh, uh, third gallon social media page yeah. he did us a micah's angels logo <laughs> and he gave us stickers oh. i'll try to show it in the video as well but it's awesome uh, and you should uh, check out his stuff he does mm-hmm. some great stuff uh support your local artists uh, ai art is a cool tool but i don't think it can really ever replace a human and i think now more than ever is an important time to make sure you support arts artists because like Art's hard and people Mm -hmm. cheap out on it and take it for granted, but it's really freaking hard. And like, if you're not going to be able to afford an artist for commission stuff anyway, you know, no sweat, right? Like use AR to kind of get your approximation. But like, if you want something done, uh, working with an artist is a really good experience and you can get exactly what you want. And it's super awesome. Oh, did you want to talk about that? Hi there. I'm Drow and I want to give you some art. Go to our YouTube channel so that you can find the link to the Google Doc where you can sign up, put your name in, and have the chance to win a, a commission for me. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to the Google form, mm-hmm. we'll have one where you can uh, sign up. Um, well, not a commission, but you know, uh, you have to like submit an email or something, and then we'll yeah. um, pick one of them to uh, uh, win a commission from Drow, uh-huh. and then we can hang out. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can invite me to your to your TTRPG game. <laughs> to and your wedding. Yeah. 
but I'm the bride. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> well, before we... Uh, this went this went in a different direction very quickly. Before mm-hmm. we before we uh, sign out of this, uh, does anyone have any last things they want me to feed the Bing image generator before we go out? Uh, it's something with glaze on it. Ladybugs with glaze on them. Okay. Let's do bugs with glaze, yes. Ladybugs? Ugh. You're going with- to leave this in my mind? Yeah. <laughs> I bet they'll be so shiny and spotty, though. Mm. I just... And tasty. It, it makes me think of bugs and food, and that hurts Bugs me. and food is perfectly normal, and it's I actually don't need to think about it. more sustainable than most other proteins. No, 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 no. If the bugs are the food intentionally, that's totally different than bugs that get into the food that aren't supposed to be. Please let me specify okay, that. Yes, that is correct. Bugs in like peanut butter are contaminants. Bugs that are fried are food. You know, food bugs, fine. I'd give that a try, but not contamination bugs. Bugs are not pest bugs. Not food. All right, so I have these images. I'm not sure how. Did it not go through? It just looks like shiny ladybugs. (laughs) That's that's glaze. That's glaze. Sure, but like it's not as goofy as you know some of the other things. Show me a ladybug donut. All right, all right. Now that sounds promising. Show us the glazed ladybugs too. Uh, here you go. Here is your shiny ladybugs. I'll do one more because this isn't as wild as some of the other things. I've already fed it a glazed ladybug. Oh, they donut. look chromey. Oh, metal bug. Yeah. Metal. Have you ever seen like the metallic black ladybugs? No. They're shiny and they kind of have the iridescence that like grackles do. They grossly iridescent. That's grossly incandescent. I know what I said. You buffoon. I know what I said. You nincompoop. I know what I was doing. I'll stab you. No. Yeah. With my hand. All right, guys. I'll poke oh. you. I'll poke you real good. I jab you good, you filthy bug what? Ladybug donut? Ladybug donut? The, is it from duck donuts? Here mm. is your. Here is our duck last donuts. image. I'll send you off with some... No, oh, that's really this cute. Oh, that's adorable. These are pleasant. And they look that like one's even really shiny. They look like they've been made at a bakery. They I do, like don't them. they? Uh huh. Aren't they great? I, I eat that. I don't know what the basis for these images were, <laughs> but I can only hope that they were Creative Commons and not scalped off the internet by Bing. Scalp, 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 scalp. Centuries before the star stone was raised, the wizard kings next and Keb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a glazed, devastated, unstable magic wasteland. A glazed wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the mana donut arose Alcastar, the city of dough, a metropolis of of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork donuts. To the Uh, world, Alcastar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of of insurmountable donut competition. On its streets, life in Alcanstar is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the other donut shops. And the yeast. And it is here. They're all cake donuts. Hungry for donuts. Living on the I am so hungry for donuts. Donuts! (laughs) Hunts for the ones who cast them out. Let's get out of here get some donuts. They are the donuts of Alcanstar. Let's go, babe. Woo! Donuts, 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 donuts. (laughs) When's this duck... Donuts after this. Okay. I think it closes at seven. No! Okay. We can order. Last time <sighs> in the Spell Scar Desert. Oh, boy. Snakes. All On right. a plane. So, More uh, likely than you think. Before we get into mm-hmm. our traditional recap, we got a couple things to do. First, it is an episode divisible by four, so reset y'all no! hero points. Back to one. I already had one, so. Should have used mine get when I failed that one. Role. 
No, uh, I refuse. I'm keeping the exact same one <laughs> just to spite you, Drow. Fair enough. And Fair also, enough. we have something else we need to do before we get into the recap, which oh. is a little scene I want to set hey! up. Oh. So uh, it is a nice sunny day uh, in Alkenstar. It's actually the same day that you guys have left because it's been a long day. Um, yeah. And we've traveled far. We uh, see a, a young man walking down the road, way out of Alkenstar. Uh, you can see the city way out in the distance, and he turns some corners. He's following a little map, and he has a, a letter in his hand. Uh, we recognize him. It's Wit. He's got you, a big bruise on his head. You need to be nice to Wit. I am warning you. You need and to be nice to And as he comes around the bend, we see a farm with a giant little, like, uh, wind vanes spinning. <laughs> Uh, we see a bunch of different buildings. We see a big like coop with birds coming in and out of it. We see different people walking around. Is it around. a rookery? Yeah, and we see uh, like uh, trees. Uh, not many trees, but a couple looks like some bearing fruit. There's a lot of like cows like in a herd grazing. There's some horses being tended to. Uh, for dirigibles. For dirigibles. That's right. Of course. A dirigible as farm. As a dirigible is tradition. farm. Uh, and he walks up to the farm. He's kind of impressed by the um, the size and amount of it. He hasn't been out of the city. Wit hasn't. Uh, he affixes his sword, like tightens it up, pulls on his jacket, and walks up with the letter. Uh, and uh. a woman opens up the door. Uh, Hi, mom. And, and take and 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 Wit uh, says something to her, something to the effect of, uh, "I was asked to give you this letter by uh, one uh, uh, Chester." Uh, she takes it and she starts to read it. Jacob, why don't you read us this letter? I could do that. Let's go. <clears throat> Dear Ma, hey, how's the farm going? Are the cows doing well? Are you safe out there? You keeping some of the crowd there with you, right? You promised. It just makes me feel better knowing you ain't by yourself. Oh, and if he's there, tell Uncle Boomstick I said hi. Well, like I've said before, I I'm slowly getting used to Alkenstar. I still think it's loud, especially compared to the farm. But I like it. There's always something going on. Life here is great. I, I love the academy. I'm learning so much. People here are really friendly. And just the other day, I was having a great conversation with Professor Farfoot about how to improve the formula for universal solvent, maybe make it cheaper. I really wish you could visit, but I know you're busy. And then you see his mom is kind of scrunching up to read that because all of those lines from Life is Great is kind of scribbled out. And, he's, and the next part goes, all righty, mama, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I've tried to write a number of these already, put you at ease, but they all feel fake. So let's just be honest. Things ain't well. My studies somehow got me on the wrong side of some big underworld mogul type by the name of Muglin. He got me kicked out of the academy. On top of that, I'm wanted by the shield marshals on some trumped up charges. Don't you worry none, though. I'm handling it. I made some friends that are in the same situation, and we've been doing our best to stick it to Muglin. It's been going well, too. Well... Not entirely. We did lose one of our own, some stuck-up alchemist. You never mentioned how much it hurt to lose a friend in the field. 
his fiance joined up with us, though. She's great with a sword. And the other person with us is a half metal cat folk. They're weird. I think you'd like them. Aww. I-, I figured it was time to tell you about all this and that I hadn't been getting your letters for obvious reasons. Also, calls we're about to head out into the desert. Uh, don't right know when we'll be back. We'll be around Tentacle Canyon soon, if you know where that is. We're planning on taking one of them fancy horseless dirigibles. <laughs> That's something I never thought I would get to do. Now, Ma, I know your first instinct is to come out here to help your baby, but I'm not a baby, and I've got to insist you don't. You always said we got to solve our own problems, and while I didn't cause this one, I put on putting an end to it. I can't rely on you and your friends to help me every time I get in trouble. I also don't want to drag y'all into this. Muglin's got some shield marshals in his pocket. You don't need that kind of trouble. Uh, All this being said... If the worst happens to me, I've told my friends to send or take my body to the farm. At that point, I don't think anything can stop you from getting some good old revenge. I'm fine with that. I hope to send you another letter soon, long as I'm able. Till then, Chester, I love you, Williams, on account of how much I love you. Uh, P.S. I'm going to try to send letters more often on account of how emotionally up and down this is. I mean, how do you balance losing a good friend, riding a horseless dirigible, and confronting your own mortality in one short letter? Uh, maybe sending more will fix this. Sad stuff will be with the sad stuff, and happy stuff will be with the happy stuff then. All right, I'm done now. P.P.S. This kid named Wit should deliver this letter. Uh, he's going to get himself killed trying to play adventure, so try to give him some pointers or training so he don't die too fast. Uh, PPPS. I may have told some other kids about the farm. One's a bomb-throwing gangster. The other's a kid we found in a warehouse. If they show up, help them out too. PPPPS. That's it. Love you. Oh. <laughs> what about the part where you married Sykir? That wasn't mentioned. <laughs> that wasn't mentioned. Oh, uh, good job. Uh, if you're not Jacob. already topped up, so take a bottle cap, my guy. Yes. <laughs> that was so cute. That's uh, excellent. Precious. And so Chester. This is very Chester. Very on brand. Uh, well, uh, to dive back into the... Uh, the horseless dirigible uh, that was mentioned. Last we left you guys, uh, you were on the second kiss. You had rooted out one of the gilded gunners that had been, like, sent after you, apparently. Uh, You had recognized the two that you uh, didn't let on as passengers, but this guy uh, worked on the second kiss, and he had been sent to, like, sabotage the ship and prevent you from getting out to the spell scar. Uh, But you found him. You found out lucky was uh Lucky. was coming after you uh you were able to deal with him interrogate him and learn that um that he had been sent out there for that purpose uh you also had to deal with some disgruntled stressed out <laughs> passengers uh <laughs> last episode but all in all you did you kind of wrapped things up you, you interrogated lucky you made sure everything stayed calm on the ship you double checked everything you lubricated the ballistas uh, you checked on the engine and reloaded. Please and reloaded. That. Yes, it is noted. Psyche uh, uh, here got to hang out with Dezen in the cockpit for a bit at night on on, on watch. Oh, um, Mal. And just as the shift was coming toward an end, you're, you know that you're going to get to Cloud Reaver Keep in the morning. So this is like two in the morning, probably. Uh, as his shift's about to end, um, you're about to head out, so Farrah can come back down, and the next person on watch can come down. Um, 
and you went into this what looked like a normal storm, but uh, <laughs> like as you got through like the thunder and lightning, there was no rain except for the snakes. <laughs> the snakes that were falling out of the sky. Snake it's, rain. It's hell and snakes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> They kept thump, 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 bouncing off of the ship. You hear them, you see one of them like get stuck on the windshield and slide oh down, gets wiped away by the wipers. It's uh, like you're smacking out at the entire time. Maybe the snakes will wash off the periton blood. Uh, and that's where we left off. Um, you heard them even landing on the uh, the top, the, the, the top, and also the back part. The um, like lounge area, uh, and that's where we're gonna pick up with you guys. Psykir, what do you want to do? Psykir, with their like paws and nose up against the windshield, go. I should tell <laughs> the others. <laughs> I should tell the others, and they start going. Okay. No. How big are these snakes? They're big. Okay. So they're not normal size. They are big old snakes. Well, there's a bunch of different kinds of sizes. Would you say they're snake comma big? Uh, snake snakes comma, comma lesser or snakes comma greater? You know what? I would think I would call at least some of them giant vipers. Oh, no. Oh, vipers. Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, so you run upstairs. Uh, you go bum, 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 uh, where Chester and Eleanor are staying. What do you do? I sleeping. There are snakes falling from the there sky. There are snakes on the dirigible? Well, yeah, falling from the sky. And Chester, you wake up and you hear this just like, it sounds almost like hail, but it's like springier, like boom, 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 boom. The snakes hitting the airship and the <laughs> noises. Oh, uh, Chester will get up. Eleanor, uh, Psyker goes to wake you up. Yes. Well, Hi, there are a bunch of snakes falling from a cloud. What? Those are snakes. Every single one of them. She pinches herself. Ow. Oh, this isn't a nightmare. I'll have to heal that later. Don't do it again. (laughs) Fine. She starts grabbing her rapier. Okay. Uh, I'm going to place you guys in the middle of the uh, horseless dirigible. Can 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 we have our armor and all that, or do we have to be armorless? That is a great question. I hate to ask, but I don't want to be squishy. It's an important question. I mean, the only one who was awake was Psykir. What kind of armor do you have, all of you? Chester doesn't have armor. Okay. I wear light armor. It will only take you one minute to don light armor. So you can don your light armor. I would very much like to don my light armor and my padded armor. Yeah, you can sleep in your armor. Well, you already had your armor on. Yeah. Yeah, so you're fine. Uh, all right, so you don your armor. It only takes you a minute to get down, and by the time you all assemble, uh, outlaws assemble, uh, you see <laughs> landing on the back deck here. Uh-oh. Uh, a swarm oh, of snakes. Oh, great. And two large vipers. We're going to roll initiative. Shut the door. Even better. Shut the door. Open the door. Well, shouldn't the door already be shut? I don't know. We're flying through the air at night. You don't know what kind of burglar could climb up there and try to break in. The in the middle of the air? Them dang air burglars? We have access to grappling hooks. Nothing is out of the question. Magic exists. Uh, yes, I have rolled. Air burglars. Don't have any of my bonus <laughs> I'm it's not still rolling. not that bad. Oh, you're gonna after you this? Mm-hmm. After you, Snake. 
Wes says panache more than letting the snakes go first. The, the, the word panache. Probably you. You uh, say panache a lot. Oh, It's kind of a part of my character. Those are all horrible mm-hmm. initiatives. I love it. Uh, Chester Williams, what'd you get for initiative? 10. No, it was a 14 plus 10 for 24. 24. And then Psych here looks like you got an 18 total. I got an 18, yes. And Eleanor is taking after you. I'm going to assume that we have not rested yet. No. Okay. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, you see all these snakes land on this Monday to Friday blimp. Uh, Chester Williams, you'll be the first to act. Uh, Chester's going to devise a stratagem on the swarm. Okay. Included in that, he's going to do his um, recall knowledge. So the orange die is devise a stratagem. The hot pink die is uh, recall knowledge. That'd be nature. Great. Uh, that was a 17 and a 17. All right. You don't get any knowledge. Well, no, no, not total. Oh. Uh, so nature would be... Do I have any training in nature? I add my level. We're level five? Yes. So that's six plus 17 is 23. Okay, then yeah, you would get some knowledge. This is a viper swarm. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a swarm. Uh, is there anything particular you want to know about it? I already know the weaknesses because it is a swarm. I think that is fair that Chester would know that at this point. We face many of them. Sure. What is the next most important thing you would have to tell me? Maybe any special abilities or any particular resistances that make them special other than a normal swarm? Uh, Because it is a swarm, it has immunity to precision damage. Immunity. hate you. And it also has, uh, you know, I'll give you this one. It has a a venom abilities. It has a venom because it's a viper swarm. Okay, I figured as much, but that's good to know. So you said it's immune to precision? Or it is immune to precision damage, it. and it has the swarm mind trait. That is very annoying. Super like, annoying. My precision damage can also be acid or fire, but it is still technically precision damage. So that's very annoying. But okay, uh, Chester will then draw and throw a bomb. Ooh! Okay. Because of his quick bomber. Is he sketching it or like? Oh. Uh, is he asking? He uses AI? charcoals. Oh. Oh. Funny. Uh-huh. You're also funny. Funny, funny people. <laughs> um, what do I want to throw at them, though? Um, it's. I will say, one of my complaints about Hero Lab is it does not tell me which bomb is my prepared each day bomb and which bomb is not my prepared each day bomb. Know what I mean? Yeah. So what I will do... Got bottle lightning, frost vial, lyserium. Oh, it's skunk bomb. I forgot about skunk bomb. <sighs> Are you going to make this thing stinky? You can make it stinky. Uh, no, I'm probably just going to hit it with a bottle lightning for flat footed. Okay. Yes, I will throw a bottle lightning lesser at it. Okay. That is um, 13 plus 17 for a total of 30. 30 to hit? Mm-hmm. That's a critical hit. What a way to start a combat. Yeah. Uh, So, great. That is going to be... Oh, it's a lesser. That's okay. It's fine. And I don't add my precision damage, right? Even though it's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. You do not add your precision. (sighs) All right. Oh, big sad. So this is going to be... Two plus one for splash is three times two is six. Six damage? Six damage. All right. It is also flat-footed, and that was splash damage. So yeah. I know it has a weakness to that. Yeah, and is that area damage, or is it just splash? It's just splash. All right, so it takes the six 
Is that critical six? Yeah. Wow. It was two plus one. Oh, without, wow. without my extra 2d6 from my precision, it's hard to do a lot of damage. All right. Yeah, and then it's going to activate its splash damage uh, weakness, which will be five more. Oh, nice. That's still good. That's 11 damage. And it is now flat-footed. And then I have one more turn with which I am going to... I'm Honestly, I'm just tempted to throw a random bomb at it without my bonus to see if I could actually well, hit it. will take multiple attack penalty if you do. I realize. Just raise your buckler and wait till your next turn. I don't think I need to raise my buckler. I'm not in front. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the middle of this conga line. Oh, and it's a swarm. You actually are right. Uh, Chester's going to take a couple of steps back. That is your last action? Mm. Yes. All right, cool. So that'll be three actions from you. Uh, It is one of the giant viper's turns. This guy is going to slither one action uh, and then spend another action to slither (laughs) up to Eleanor. Slither. Ah, uh, this isn't a swarm. No. No, this is just one giant snake. So there's, for the audience, there's a swarm of, like, vipers that are normal size of land, and then two giant ones. So one giant one has slithered through the doorway from the balcony up into the, the lounge here and is going after Eleanor. Um, and he's just going to fucking bite you with his teeth. <laughs> he's going to try. He's going to chomp. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is going to be... Decent to hit. Ooh, I rolled really good, though. 27. Yeah, you hit, but it is not a critical. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't think so. Uh, I don't think the damage is super good here. Yeah, only one die. So that's eight points of damage, five on a D8. Um, And then you are going to make me a fortitude save as it sinks its... For the venom! Viper fangs into your flesh. Okay, but you know what? Fortitude is a really good save for me, so... Yeah. And I rolled a natty 15, Ooh. so that's a 27. Oh, that's a critical success. Yes! Oh, good. Uh, I'm so happy I needed that. Dunked on Viper. Uh, Eleanor is tough. You are fine. The poison just tickles. It doesn't affect you at all. Uh, and that's two moves and an attack, so that's its, it's turn. It's done. Yeah, it has gone. Psych here, the observer. What would you like to do? Well, shit, I'm gonna... Hmm. Can I, I jump up on this table and get, like... There? You can move through the booths and tables at half speed. Okay. Would I be able to get the uh, the ten foot cone? Right. Hang on. A Fifteen foot. Let cone. me look at my fucking spell. <laughs> Forty some episodes in. Ah yes. Let me look at my spell. Oh wait! Don't forget, you have to do your thing, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is this a major combat? Oh yeah. Go ahead and roll me your thing. Seventeen. Seventeen. You're fine. Yes. Do I have any spells that I've cast? Uh, my third level spell. Hey, bada bing bada bing. Because we have rested, that counts as this day. That's a critical success, so yeah, you get to pick. Or it doesn't matter. It's third level anyway. Or a first level. Well, isn't it? Hold on, I'll look up the rule for it, but I think it's like um, you recover any uh, critical success, you temporarily recover an expended spell slot of any level of your choice. It lasts for a minute. Uh, normal success is you randomly determine... Uh, unless it's like you only have one slot and then it lasts for three rounds. So yeah, you get it for a minute um, and you can pick what you want. Okay. Sorry for the confusion. Cool. So my third level spells are remove disease and dream message. You could also, Ooh. oh no, you don't know the first level, the third level versions of... Of anything, yeah. except to, heal. You have to actively take those, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Except for signature spells. Yeah. Yeah. Like heal. Uh, so I'm gonna, yeah. So what do you want to get back? 
I'm going to get back my first level spell that I spent. I think because you're spontaneous, you just get the slot and you can pick what you want to cast yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. If I can get to there, I'd love to get past this guy. You so could that just I could move through. Yell at it. You could. You'd have to roll a check when you move through his space, but you could move through oh. Eleanor and then make a check. Oh, what kind of check would I have to make? It would be acrobatics. Let's look at my fucking proficiencies. Ah, oh, yeah, a plus three. Wait, why do you have to move through the snake? You could either move through because you're in a line in the middle of these, like the aisle between these booths. You could either move through Eleanor and the snake, or you could try to jump over, run through the like booths and tables. Could you make it there? I know exactly what to do. Ah. I'm going to say, when I say duck, mm. you duck. Ah. Long. I see. Drow started waving their hands in the Kamehameha style, so you will yeah. take a second level back, right? Or uh, third? Second. Mm, that is a second level spell, and I have not spent any second level spells yet. Ah, so you'll still have your Wellspring thing to pick from. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. So you're going to spend a minute. You're all good. three yeah. actions to do that? Yes. Ah, sweet, nasty. All right. And that's... I'm hoping that this guy will move uh, up there. Oh, it's going to move up to Eleanor, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. In fact, it is now its turn that you've spent all your actions doing that. Yeah. So what it's going to do is this pile of snakes is going to writhe through the door and it's going to move at now, 10 feet. I was say, would that have to squeeze through there? Uh, is squeeze a uh, thing? Uh, Squeezing is a thing. It Pretty sure would, it is. but it's only one space. Quick, because I have quick squeeze. <laughs> it takes an action to squeeze the space you can barely fit. This is for exceptionally small spaces, the action. Uh, it would otherwise just be difficult terrain. So I'm just going to treat it like that. I think okay. that makes more sense. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's um, what it usually is. It's going to move over Eleanor here. Uh-oh. It's always a gamble to use after you. Ah, the snakes. <sighs> the snakes are everywhere. Ah. All right, you know what? It's going to move over Eleanor. Uh-oh. That's one action. And then I can do a couple things here. Uh-oh. Hmm. I take that back. It's... No, I can't do that. Never mind. Oh. It is instead going to stay in place for one action uh, over Eleanor. Uh-huh. And uh, I need you to make me a uh, a reflex save. But you're also going to... Uh, Just take some damage? Yeah. But make me a reflex save for this. It's a basic reflex and she critical. She won't take any damage. That is true. And if she doesn't take any damage, she'll have to roll fortitude. That is a 24. Ooh. All right, that's a success. You're going to oh. take half of seven, which is three points of damage, that's and then make bad. me a fortitude save. That's bad. It is a different creature, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even right, if it was right. the same creature, poison's on, not die. like a uh, magic effect. Oh, yuck. Uh, oh. 18. Total? Yeah. All right, so that's a regular fail. Oh. You're going to be oh. stage I rolled a one six. poisoned. Oh, no. You'll take Hero point? a D4. He already said late. it of poison damage. A what? D4, so two points of poison damage. He already said this. I should have used my hero point. I didn't uh, even sorry. think about it. I'll go fast. It's kind of worth it to save your hero point for dying. Uh, in his last action, it's going to move on top of Psyche. <sighs> yeah. Why move? Uh, I have plans. <laughs> to get more people poisoned. Well, I mean, it didn't have to move that far. It could have just... Stayed on Eleanor. One square and stayed on Eleanor. Also, would it need to have the like half things because hey, of the terrain? What's the name of your Kamehameha spell? Oh, he's gonna damage you, so you have to make a concentration. It's inner check. radiance torrent. All right, yeah, but it's gonna finish its turn moving on top of Psyche here, I believe. 
Um, okay. And then next in the order is going to be the last giant viper who is looks like it's sitting at the table on the back end of the ship. Uh, but he's going to fucking book it. So that's one move action. He's going to slither adjacent to Eleanor here. Yeah, that's good. That's a smart move. I'm a half-elf shield. Uh, and then he's going to try and attack with his last action. Actually, you know what? I take that back. No. He's going to instead spend his last action to not attack, but to wrap himself up in a coil. Oh, you stopped that. That's rude. <laughs> That's mean. Uh, we'll see how that works. Um, and then, Eleanor, it'll be your turn at the bottom of the initiative. Can I roll through into this little pocket by the latrines? You absolutely could. Okay, because then I would be safe from the inner radiance torrent. Yes. Okay. That's my what I'm going to try to do is roll through it. All right. Uh, tumble through. Even though it's already flat-footed, I just want to get out of the way. That is a 20... 22. Against my fortitude DC? Yeah. Or whatever your DC is for my acrobatics, tumble through. 22. I don't... It doesn't matter. I don't think I have anything DC that would be that high. So, yes, you do it. Okay. My brain was like, wait, I can't math. Do you know how much that hurt my identity? Okay, so now I'm over here. Okay. And can I still attack from there? Benches aren't that high. The benches aren't that high. You can attack from there. So then I'm going to attack with my precise strike, which, by the way, has 3d6 these days. Ooh. Ooh. Three? That's what it says. 3d? 3d. Six. Oh, out of the box. I really wanted to keep it, too. That is a natty 15 oh, nice. for a 29. Oh my goodness, that's a critical hit. Uh, nice. I see what kind of fight this is. <laughs> uh, um, I understand. Well, I mean, I am killing one of the small ones, but I can't do my precise damage to the big one. Roll me your pile of D6s. So this is two D6s plus two for my rapier, and then three D6s for the precise strike. Oh my goodness. Because your finisher, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Jeez. Uh-huh. I intend to eviscerate. 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 So that is ugh, three ones. Oh. Uh, plus a five and a three, which is eight. So eight plus three is eleven. Plus two is thirteen. And is it a critical? You said. <laughs> yes, you double. So that. I double that to twenty-six <laughs> damage. This thing is at full health. And it has exactly 26 attacks. No way! <laughs> you one-shot it. Damn. It spins around to look at you, and you just, like, stick it in its mouth and run him all the way through. Uh, and he is dead. Oh, shish kebab. You shish snake him. That's two actions. <gasps> We're just getting food for the ship right now. Yeah, so you tumbled through, and you spent your attack with your finisher. So you have another action left. I'm going to... I know that you're you're preparing the line spell, so I don't want to stay in the line. Well, the line wouldn't be there anymore anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to move back up into attack range. Of the other one? Yeah. Give it some a target ah. other than Psykeer. Nice. Yeah. Now, does Eleanor's poison stuff happen on her turn or on the snake's turn? Because uh, it happened on the snake's turn. It'll be the snake's turn. Also, but that's the swarm. I want to note that my plus two was from raising my strength when we got our um, our bonuses. Nice. So had it not been this level, I wouldn't have one-shot it. Uh, okay, so that's your turn. Which and I thought was cool. There we go. 
And it will come back around, top of round two. Chester Williams. Chester's going to devise a stratagem on the big viper, the large viper, I uh-huh. think you said. Giant viper. Giant viper, if you will. Uh, at the same time, recall knowledge. I mean nature. That is a nine for the recall nature and a ten for the attack. Recall nature. Jeez. Yeah, looking at multiple numbers at the same time never hurts. What's the total? Fifteen for, for re- the nature. That's not going to do it. All right. Chester will then pull out a vial of Lyserium Lesser. Oh, boy. Do we really want flammables on this bitch? It doesn't stay on fire. Okay, good. It's right, correct? Hold on, let me double check fire. that. So what's that mean? Because that's a fair point. I can pull out something else. Lesser or moderate? Which one are you pulling out? Lesser. So it does do D8 fire damage, one persistent fire damage to the target, and then one fire splash damage. Yes. Uh, Will it begin burning down this thing? Uh, or do I not have to worry about that? Depends on how well you roll. As in, if I roll bad, it could catch on fire? Sure. Will you use a different bomb? I could use a different bomb. Because Chester would know this stuff. I'm just saying. He would. It is a fire bomb. Okay, Chester will then instead use his frost vial lesser. <laughs> <laughs> um, Freeze that snake. Because uh, snakes don't like the cold, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very fair point. Um, that was 10 on the die, plus 13 is 23. Uh, 23 at the giant viper? Uh, yes. That'll hit. All right. So that means the giant viper will take 3d6. One. Five. Six and one for seven and one splash damage. It takes eight damage. Okay. And the giant swarm also takes one splash damage, which does... Trigger its weakness to splash. Yep. That'll be a total of six on it. Ooh. Nice job, Chester. Yeah. All right, so that was devise a stratagem throw with your fun stuff. Do you have an action left? I do. Uh, also, fun fact, the uh, Viper now has minus five speed. Big deal, I know, but it does. All right. And then Chester's going to... It was one, two... He's right in front of Psyche here. Three. <laughs> right in front of Psyche here. It'll be funny. It'll uh, be he's funny. going to get further back because he thinks he knows what the swarms want to try and do. <laughs> And that is Born the end. Devin? Oh, Desin. Devin knows they're snakes. And yeah. he can hear the explosions. They're talking about that. Well, he, it's not facing him. No, but it's going to be loud. Oh, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> it's about to be loud. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, Thank here. you. It's your turn. You're going to spend the rest of your turn charging your laser. Yeah. Does that mean it goes off at the third this time? No, you spend three actions on it. It should go off next round, right? Or is it end of this round? That is the question. What? Uh, so what's the spell? It's Inner Radiance Torrent, and mm-hmm. so it has a duration, or casting time from two actions to two rounds. Yeah. I want to say it goes off at the start of next round, but I can't remember how we've ruled it. Well, how we've ruled it in the past could be wrong, so that's not a good way to go about it. Because usually if you summon something, okay. well, I'm thinking first edition, but still. If something took one round to cast, at the end of that round, it would be cast. Correct. Yes. So if it were three actions, it would be cast on the third. This is essentially six actions. Yeah. So it should cast at the end of this round. At the end of the round? At the, this round, the psych is going to take three, and it will be cast right then. Okay. That's how I would interpret this. All right. That's fair. I think the terminology of rounds instead of actions is what's it's throwing me off. It's not great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so you'll spend your turn, and then you can fire it off. All right, I will do that. I'm going to try and get it, like, I guess, out the windy. Shoot, th- shoot it through the window? Yeah. Uh, all right, so do I make a save? Uh, yes. Those two little guys, they make a save. Uh, what's the DC? It's 21. Reflex? Yes. All right, so the swarm rolled a natty 17. That's a total of 30. Not quite a critical, though. Good. Yeah, so that's just a normal success. And then the baby snake, natural 13, rolled a 24. So another regular success. Mm -hmm. So uh, go ahead and do your damage and half it. Okay. Eight. Eight total. Mm -hmm. That's after halving it. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, That will be eight points of damage, but because it's a line, that's an area, so it hits like multiple squares, Mm -hmm. which makes it trigger the weakness, which is going to be five more points of damage. And I'm going to start doing AoE force damage. Yes. Uh, If I end my turn in your square, basically. Uh, Okay, so that's your turn. Um, It is now a swarm's turn, and it's going to move. Why is it moving? Uh, Because you hurt. (laughs) Uh, and then it spends one action to move. It's going to spend two action. You see all of them. So basically what happens is the swarm is all over Psyche here, and you just kind of fire your laser through it and the other big snake, and you blow open the window on the side of the ship. You don't shatter it because it's force. It just pop it open and swing (laughs) it out in the air. Um, Do the snakes jump? uh, The snakes feel the force coming off of you, not wanting to end the turn. Uh, next to oh, you. Oh, yeah. So they're going to move back. And then they all kind of, the whole swarm turns to face you and sprays <gasps> venom at you oh. and Eleanor. Oh, God. Can um, I attempt, can I use my nimble dodge? <laughs> vipers don't do that. It's fantasy vipers. So I need both of you to make a reflex save. Or is excuse there, me, a fortitude save. Is there a stick that actually sprays venom? Yeah, spitting cobra. Oh. 22. Uh, you're good. Oh, yeah. Spitting Cobra. Uh, oh, these aren't Vipers, though. I'm going to use my hero point. Okay. Reroll. Or, mm, no, I'm going to hang on for uh, if I die. Okay. Uh, all right. So that'll be a fail psych here. You will take Okay. Uh, a d4 of poison damage. Uh, and since this is the swarm's turn... Uh, I need you to make another fortitude save, Eleanor, because of your previous. Yep. Uh, you take two points of poison damage, like here. All right, solid. Thank you. Oh, just rolled a nat one. That's a thirteen. <gasps> uh oh. Can you can you hear? I point? use my hero point. You, right. you, you did not announce the. You did not announce it. Well, you're a natural one. So I don't think I need to announce anything. Uh, go ahead, roll again. But but still, I'm expending it. Okay. Natty 18. That's a 30. All right, so critical success. You were at stage one. You only needed a regular success to clear it, uh, but you have now cleared it. Uh, You are no longer taking Poison John. Poison John. Okay. So that is... Now it's Poison Jimmy. The swarm's turn. (laughs) Oh, uh, also, uh, Eleanor, you also took one frost damage. My bad. I forgot to mention that. Oh, okay. I'll take it. You know what I realized while we were doing all of that? When I roll a critical, I get an extra D8. I should have even more so killed this thing. Oh, the deadly D8? Yeah. 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 Oh, well. I'm I'm bad at forgetting. I'm bad about forgetting that. That's fine. All right. I took my one. Already murdered the thing. Uh, So this thing is going to do something cool. This is the snake that coiled up. Mm Mm-hmm. It is going to attack... Nimble dodge. 
at Psykeer. Oh, oh, never mind. Because it coils up, so it springs forward with extra reach and attacks at you. Because you okay. shot it with force. Uh, okay, natural 16 for 27. Nimble dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feel. 27. Um, uh, uh, I donate me, my nibble dodge. Uh, I have a 22 AC, so that does hit. Just regular hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to take a whopping four points of damage from its oh. fangs. I need you to make me another fortitude save. This I a, don't want to. Is this a different poison? It's the same thing. Oh, okay. Just re-exposed to it, so I'm going to have you roll Hang the save on. again. I want to look at my feats real quick. They're still metal. That's good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <clears throat> Actually, uh, they are different poisons, technically. <laughs> I didn't realize that one is giant viper venom and the other one is viper swarm venom. Oh. Oh, they are vipers, I suppose. They're fantasy vipers. Huh. I'm going to treat them as the same thing because I can't okay. be arsed. You sure? I don't yeah. want to have that 13, I think. You're going to spend a hero point? I'm trying to think if I want to. Mm-hmm. No, give me the venom. All right, so I'm just going to have it move you down. Um, okay. To stage two, and you'll go ahead and take that now, I guess, since it re-upped it. So you're going to take uh, one point of poison damage, and you are now clumsy one. I'll drag it on your sheet. Thank you. Uh, okay, and then we'll go back around next round. So it uh, did that. It was uh, one uh, action. Uh, uh, uh. Your giant viper takes one fire damage. Oh, thank you. And you need to roll persistent damage. Why is there fire damage? No, oh, dang it. It's a frost one. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I was I wrong. fail my flat check. So <laughs> one action to attack. It doesn't get the flat. It doesn't even take the damage. I'm because sorry. It wasn't because it fire wasn't bomb. fire. It was frost. Sorry, Jacob. But oh, you're the one who reminded him about my poison. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a fair player. Dang it. It's going to spend its next action here to <gasps> attack Eleanor. Nimble dodge. Okay. Nimble <laughs> Nimble dodge? Oh, I know what you're fishing for. Oh, <laughs> natural one. <laughs> Crap! I used the nimble dodge. Spin your nimble dodge. Oh, <laughs> you could have reposted, but oh no, it misses you, and it's going to spin its last action to coil up. I'm so oh. mad. Every time I do that, that's when I you you fail. Yeah. At least you got it off on wit. Yeah, you got it on wit. Uh, speaking of Eleanor, out. it's your turn. I'm going to. Attempt a tumble through to gain panache. So rolling acrobatics, and I kind of want to do the thing where I just kind of like land back where I was. Okay. You roll into the swarm Which and then roll out. Tumbling through on. <laughs> on the viper, I steps can't do panache. In the middle of the viper, okay. steps out of the viper. Precision damage to the swarm. Okay. That is a natty nineteen. I'm pretty one hundred and ten percent certain I get it. Yeah, you Mad do. that that wasn't my attack. Now I'm going to attack. All right. Oh, crappity crap. Um, I highly doubt a 16 hits. Uh, but it is flat-footed. Actually. Because uh, I did successfully make my tumble through. Yeah, you're right about that. Dang it. What was your total? 16. Oh, almost. That is a I miss. rolled a nat too, so... Um, and... Does, you, don't you still do damage if you use your finisher? Yes, I do still do use damage. Thank you, Jacob. How much is that? I get... Pro, um half of my precise strike damage. So wouldn't okay. that be half of my 3d6? Yeah, you roll 3d6 and half them for me. Thank you, Jacob. I totally forgot for a minute there. I know that because of the meme. Yeah. That is <laughs> seven damage. No, seven damage half is three. Three damage. Okay. So it, it's a nice hit on this. I cannot dude. strike again 
So I'm going to raise my buckler. Okay. Top of round three, Chester Williams. Hey, Chester Williams. You hear Desmond say, what the hell was that noise? Don't worry about it. What the hell was that? That was really loud. Boy, someone would have warned me. I warned... You shut up. Chester. <laughs> I warned him. You can't hear him. You shut up. Dezen. You shut up. Excuse me? That's Derek speaking, not Dezen. Excuse me? Turns the inner radiance torrent backwards. You better move, Chester. One action to move. (laughs) Okay. I I succeeded on my last knowledge check, right? On the swarm. No, I failed. Not on the uh, vipers. So I'm going to devise a stratagem. Let's see. Six plus 13. I think a 19 will hit. Yeah, I'm going to say a 19 will probably hit. Which one are you going for? I'm going to go after the viper. Okay. Giant. And I'm going to hit him with another bottle of lightning, or I'm going to hit him with a bottle of lightning. Okay. And uh, that's going to be a total of 19. That'll hit. Yeah. Because he is... Well, no, he's... Uh, it doesn't matter. It still hits. Six. One. Three. 10 damage plus one splash, 11 damage to the Viper. And I guess you, I take one too, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you take you one do, as well. But you kill Viper McGillicuddy. And nice. the swarm also takes a splash damage, making it take six I damage. So I know, I know, I know. Uh, swarm's not looking great. Uh, the other Viper is dead, so all you got left on this airship now is the swarm. Chester, turn over. Bukasha. Bukasha. Psyche, the observer. Sick. What does clumsy do to me? Clumsy, if you're curious out there, audience, uh, take a status penalty equal to your clumsy value to dexterity-based checks and DCs. So basically your AC is down by one. Some of your skills will be down by one, but that's it. Okay. My yell. Ah. Uh, 15-foot cone, right? I am hoping that I do not get Eleanor. You can make it work to where you don't get Eleanor. I don't know. Uh, I can hop over one more, I guess. If they just shout down, then the snakes will be hit by the edge of it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Easy peasy. Oh, Mm -hmm. much better. Thank you. All right. Sick. All right. So fortitude save? Yes, fortitude. Man, I'm rolling hot tonight. Uh, 28. That's okay. Regular success? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's max damage. Nice. That's that's going to be 10, half to 5? Yeah. Sweet. But isn't it an area of effect? Uh, That's five points of damage, and it is an area, so they'll trigger its weakness, which will be more damage. It is very herded. There's a lot of dead snakes in this swarm. Uh, Okay. Observer. That's a move and two action cast. Mm -hmm. So next is the Viper Swarm. Uh, Come on. End your... End yourself next to me. End your end your turn next. To me. Crawl crawl out the window. Crawl out the window. <laughs> Just run out the window. Bite the horses. Um. <laughs> oh no, the horses! They're hanging there. Oh no! There. Like, oh, okay. Hold it, they're underneath it. So, yeah, the you're snakes right. like an like, umbrella. Yeah, they're safe mm-hmm. for now mm. until we kill them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Meat. Meat. Glue. Horsed meat. Solvent. Okay, this is terrible. Meat. What do I want to do? You want to crawl out the you window because you can't end your turn win. right next to me <sighs> so that you explode in my forceful AOE. I'm just going to move on Eleanor again Oh. and just bite you two times. Well, I have my shield up. 
All right. It doesn't Make matter. me a reflex save. He doesn't have to roll. Imagine, oh, crabby crap. just imagine yeah. the, like, a, a mountain of snakes going over Eleanor, and she just raises her buckler. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do, really? It's like, it's, if that's all you've got, that's if all you're going to do. that's all you've do. got, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else was I going to do with one turn? Exactly. I strike. Yeah. Uh, 28. All right, it's a success. You're going to take three points of damage. And we're going to look forward to poison. Oh, because they can increase the poison by biting as well, well right? Well, she's knocked it off. She just might get back into it again. Oh. 20. All right, you're going to take poison again, D4. Uh, well, four points of poison damage this time. 20 a fell? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I only rolled an eight, Jacob. Uh, oh. And then we're going to do this one more time, another reflex save. Should Wait, good for you. the original one was a reflex save? Yeah, I'm doing it twice. Oh, it would have been one point higher, but that wouldn't have been enough, would it? Uh, the reflex save was fine. It was a matter. Um, it's um, okay, okay. fortitude. Because you still took, you already made the last reflex save. It wouldn't have been a critical success. So this is a reflex save. Yeah. This 27. Uh, 27 will be another regular success. You'll take six points of damage. Um, and then fortitude because you took damage to see if you get more poison. More fortitude. Nat 20. Oh, baby. 32. You actually clear the poison you just took. Hot dog. Nice. Because you shake off this one. I'm just going to have the critical success bump you out of stage one. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's the swarm's turn. Psyche, you're also still poisoned, right? Yeah. Fortitude save. Oh. A twenty-one's a success. You go to stage one. Huh. Uh, you're only going to take three points of poison damage. And you're no boop, longer boop, clumsy. Boop. Okay. That's the viper swarm's turn. Eleanor, it's your turn. You are in the swarm. Can I tumble through out of the swarm? One with the swarm. Sure. I mean, I could just take a step back, but I could. But the swarm isn't immune to being flat-footed, to my knowledge. Nope. Okay, uh, well. No, but it is immune to precision, so it's not going to take your finisher damage anyway. But I could still make it flat-footed and make it easier to hit. That's true. All right, so I'm going to ch- attempt to tumble through. Okay. That is a natty 16 for a 30. Ooh. Uh, Yeah, that'll do it. And then sometimes I hate that my good roll gets used up on that. Then I'm going to attempt to attack. Yes, I know I won't get my precision damage, but I do have panache. Okay. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. All right, that's not a critical, but it'll be a hit. Uh, roll your just weapon damage. Just that's weapon damage. 2d6 plus your strength. 2d6 plus 2. That is 8 damage. 8 damage. All right, so it looks like it resists some of it because it I is figured. a swarm. Uh, but it does. So it definitely damage does get through. 8 damage? Yes. Does no, it, it does not die. Aww. Thank it. I mean, but I can only do so much without my precision. Very one hit away from death hurt. Uh, all right, end of round three. Round four. My God. Chester, you want to devise strategy? Wait. I oh, your turn. Yeah, sorry. <gasps> I want to move out of the way for Chester. Okay. I want to what get to, it? like, here. I'll sorry, but my turn wasn't over. I understand. That's why I'm taking my hands off of the die and saving it. Now I'm done. If you want to get out of the splash damage range, you can get like back there. Yes, let me get out of the splash damage range. Cool, 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 cool. Chester William? That was a natural 20. Oh, boy. Hmm. Uh, so this thing don't take precision damage. No. I'm guessing it's resistant to fi- most physical damages. Probably. But that's okay, because Chester's going to pull out a gun, <laughs> and he's going to shoot the swarm with a natural 20. Uh... <laughs> Wake up so, everybody on the airship. That's going to be 2d6 times 2. No, my apologies. This has um, 
fatal D10. So it is 2D10 times 2. Yes. Plus 10. I believe that... Why is it 2D10? Because fatal increases the die number. Why is it 2D10 instead of... Because I have striking. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. 2D10. 1D10. Is that extra 1D10? It increases your weapon die size, so it should be 2D10. I think it's... Oh, it's, it's piercing. I had to make sure it wasn't um, precision. Ah, yes. So, D D10. One. Aww. <laughs> Six. That's seven times two is fourteen plus two for sixteen piercing damage. You uh, pull out your gun, the most powerful spell in the mana waste. Do you want to describe how you kill the swarm with gun? I shoot the swarm. Good job. And it just kills that one snake that was holding it together. Congratulations, Chester. You solved my swarm puzzle. Hotted dog. Boy, or, did we take some poison damage, We're wieners. I mean, some no, of winners. us. We're wieners. Some of us took poison damage. <laughs> yeah, who still has poison damage? Is it Psyche here? I think I am still poisoned. All right, make me another fortitude save. Oh, yeah, you're good. You clear out your poison. You are no longer poisoned. Cool. Uh, Chester, <laughs> you shoot the viper swarm. Boom! <laughs> Between that and also Psykir's spell, everyone on this airship is now awake, whether they like it or not. Uh, they should have been awake anyway with the thumping going on outside. Yeah. If they were able to sleep through fucking snakes hitting the dirigible, that's on them. Uh, what do you guys do? These, what all if these they had the fan on? <laughs> I'm just going to start shoving the snakes off. Yeah, just start yeah. shoving them out. The no, wait, we can cook these up. We'll cook up the giant ones. The big ones, yes. Yeah. Just shoving them out the window that got popped out. <laughs> you see Finn and Brim and, like, Farrah all come down, and they have, like, pajamas and nightcaps and oh, everything yes. on. And then we're just all fully kitted out in armor. the snakes off, except for the big ones, which Chester apparently has, like, on a cutting board. It's turning to skin. Well, we will eat them, okay? Calm down. No, that's funnier. Oh, yes, there we go. Everything <laughs> what do you for the say funny. whenever everyone comes down and sees this mess? Hi, Brim. Morning. <laughs> What on God's earth happened here? Snakes. snakes. Just a snake storm. <laughs> Where did snakes come from? The rain. And then Ferris is like, oh, snake storm. Seen him a hundred times. Looks like you handle it. I'll go back to bed. Uh, check uh, check under your beds. Make sure none of them got in up there. Watch out for the s bed snakes. <laughs> Watch out for Don't the bed snakes. Don't let the bed snakes bite. <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight. Don't I, let like, the I like that. Vipers. Don't let the bed snakes bite. Don't let bite. the bed snakes bite. Hey, Devin. Desmond. Uh, yeah. Maybe avoid any more storms you go through. Listen, the storms just come and go. We gotta go to Cloud Reaver Keep. I can't right, tell just what right, the weather. Alright, you shut up. Do your job. I'm just salty. I had to wake nice. up. Nice. I was in the middle of rim sleep. He can't be wrong. He's hot. That's not how it works. Or else I'd never be wrong. Whoa! I didn't marry you Chester, for your look. Chester just goes, and then he, go, he goes, whoa, and he walks downstairs. He's like, Eldor is exhausted. <laughs> Wait, we can't go to bed angry at each other. I'm, I'm not angry. Okay, I love you. Good night. You. And this joke has gone too far. You know what's, you know what's sad about this joke? Eleanor literally lost the person she loves, and oh, they just yeah. make jokes about being in love. She's quietly leaving now. She's like, oh, Okay. Don't For worry, all she Eleanor. knows, they actually are married. That's that's it. She doesn't know. Listen, don't worry. There's plenty of snakes in the sky. There's plenty There's of plenty of snakes in the sky. 
Oh my god. And they're all named Williams. <laughs> they're all named Williams. But there's yeah, plenty of goes. snakes in the storm, don't worry. This is my other wife, apparently, Snake S- Williams. <laughs> On account of how she's S- S- Williams. all the time. Uh, oh my goodness oh my gracious. God. I'm uh, tired of being married to everyone. Uh, who's going to go on watch next? Because Fair is about actually, she went up, but she's going to come back for her shift in a little uh, bit. Uh, Chester will. He'll go next. Yeah. All it's, right. So it's a, it's Sykir's turn to sleep. Yeah. Sykir, Eleanor go back to bed. Uh, Dezen goes up to sleep. Uh, Farrah comes down and takes the wheel. Uh, anything you want to say or do during it? Uh, Chester's, he's going to sit in the cockpit with her. Uh, he won't say much because he knows she's focused and but every once in a while just be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> she is a big storyteller. Oh, great. Chester will listen. And she'll just ramble on about all the different expeditions she's done. <laughs> this, this that's is, great. That's the thing is that Chester loves this because this is exactly what his mom does. Aww. His mom and like the group that they travel with, whenever he was left at home and they went off to go grab some special ingredient way across the desert, they'd come back home, they'd sit around the fire, and they would all tell the stories together. You know, they'd build off of each other's stories, talk about the adventure. So this is this actually feels like home. Chester sitting kicked back Aww. in one of these stations, hands on the back of his head, hat maybe over his face, but he's still awake, just listening to Farron, and he'll add every once in a while, oh yeah, my mama, or my Uncle Boomstick would tell me about this and that my related to Uncle that. Uncle Boomstick. Uh-huh. And um, just stuff like that. So this is actually... Where's Uncle Shoot Me in the Face? Oh, listen, <laughs> Uncle Ten-Fingered Boomstick. He's cool. <laughs> Ten Fingers Boomstick. Uh, Ten not Fingers nine. Boomstick. He's not lost a finger yet? It's, that's like a wrestler name. <laughs> it does. Into the ring is old Ten, Ten Finger, finger boomstick. boomstick. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... But yeah, he'll he'll Thank just you. he'll he'll talk that way. She knows he's awake, so she doesn't stop telling the story. And yeah, that's what he'll do for his oh. shift. Yeah, it gets pretty late, um, uh, and then she's gonna go off again for like the la- it's like at like five in the morning or something like that. And that's and when that's he'll swap Eleanor's out with shift. Eleanor. Yeah. yeah, and then Eleanor, uh, you're there with Dezen, uh, and he also offers to teach. He's like, hey, see. Uh, you ever wanted to fly a, a horseless dirigible before? Would love to. Ah, uh, you just sit here, little lady. All you gotta do is here's the throttle. It goes the same <laughs> spiel he did with Psychir. Where in Psychir's scene, we thought like maybe he's just kind of flirty and fun. Uh, and here, maybe Eleanor doesn't know it either, but you could tell that Dezen is in love with this airship. Yeah, he just, oh. like, he just loves his job. Dezen with this airship is like Fred and Scooby-Doo with Mr. Incorporated with traps. Second kiss, uh, my beloved. Second kiss, is, my is beloved. Eleanor's like, here's the throttle, here's the altimeter, here's the different horses we can deploy for backup. Here, <laughs> here's... Uh, I think she finds his, um, his, like, informa- his knowledge of the ship and just love for the mechanics really, like, endearing and cool. Um, and you'll be there. He's actually up for good now, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, he'll go sleep a little bit in the morning to catch up. But uh, uh, you, I think, have gotten a full night's sleep at this point. You've just gotten up early. Yeah. Because uh, you had two sessions so, off. Yeah. Doesn't that give us health or something? Yeah, we just, we get you to get click. night's rest. You know, night's, yeah, night's rest. Um, and Which a couple would, hours later at like seven in the morning, basically. Uh, oh, rest and prepare. There we go. Dezen's there. Eleanor's there. You got like some coffee or something. Uh, you get to drive every now and she, then. She she makes him a comp, a coffee. 
uh, and the rest of you come down early in the morning uh, and you can see just like way out in the distance there's these different mesas and they all have different weird shapes. Some of them look kind of like normal desert mesa formation whatever but in the mana waste like they can be almost like they're sculpted and mm-hmm. like impossibly holding up stuff but one of the more normal looking ones you see this city it looks like a fort uh, with different uh, towers and pillars it's not so much an industrial city or like skyscrapery although it does have like uh, like industrial age I guess like smoke pipes and stuff going on but you can see do- a dozen different airships docked at these like ports hanging off the side of it and you know that this in the distance is Cloud Reaver Keep. And that's where we're going to pick up in our next episode. Nice. Hey. Right before we get to the cool part. Right. Oh, oh. and by the way, you all hit level six. <gasps> yes! Whoa. Oh. Congratulations. I was not ready for this. Nope. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I'm so excited, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. And we are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfi Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com forward slash Michael Gelfi. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.